So we're back. Top Shelf Radio, fresh off Thanksgiving break, except Bry, my co-host, decided to take a vacation the week after Thanksgiving break. I will never understand that. So it's just me, your boy. Uh, I'm wildly uncomfortable doing this by myself, but mm, the show must go on. And hopefully this ends up being average. Aiming for average. And I started already. Here we go. It is November 29th, 2018. And it is also National Lemon Cream Pie Day. Not quite sure why that deserves its own holiday, but I hope you're celebrating accordingly. So what we're going to do for this week, being that it's just me, uh, we're just going to combine the two and the two podcasts that we have. So we're going to do both Stardom's, Sidom's, and then with our picks for the week, if you're still keeping track, that'd be great. Uh, So yeah, being that it's just me, it should be pretty quick. So that's why we're combining the two. And yeah, I appreciate you guys for listening to me ramble for however long this is going to take. And just bear with me. I'm going to make this I'm going to make this a good time. I'm going to try and make this a good time. So uh yeah, I appreciate you guys for taking the time to listen. So let's get after it. All right, so we're back with the picks. Uh the current standings right now. So we so we took some time off. We took the week off. Uh not really great on our part cuz last week was some some good games. But, you know, uh family comes first, I guess. Whatever. Uh, so right now the standings are at myself in the lead with a record of 25 and 13 and Bry is right on my tail with a record of 23 and 15. We've actually tied back to back weeks, which is pretty nuts, but whatever. 16 games this week, no more buys playoff talk is approaching. I am incredibly excited. So let's get into it. Week 13, uh, first game saints at Cowboys on Thursday night tonight, essentially. Uh, and I'm going to go with Saints. Bry also went with Saints, so it's unanimous. I, as much as I want to say Cowboys here, because, you know, I love them Cowboys, I, I just can't afford to drop one with Bry right behind me. So I'm going to go with the Saints here. I, I just don't have enough confidence in the Cowboys to stop Drew Brees. I don't really have confidence in anyone stopping Drew Brees at this rate, but we're just going to roll with it. We'll roll with the Saints, both of us. And game two... Jets at Titans. We both said Titans as well. So another unanimous, um, even though we're also, we also both support the Jets. It's, it's tank season, you know? So Titans at home. Donald is back on the field. He practiced today or yesterday. Um, but the Titans are looking to get back on track at home while the Jets are one and four on the road this year. So that one seems like a no-brainer unless the Jets somehow sneak one out, which I don't really see one see happening. Uh, game three, Ravens at Falcons. We both said Falcons. Another. Um, I'm not really completely sold on Lamar Jackson so far and that offense as a whole because they've just gone against back-to-back mediocre defenses. They're, they're, I mean, they're not going against a great one this week either. But they have nothing to really show me or anyone that they're that they can go on a three game win streak and win on the road in Atlanta. That's not a, it's still not an easy place to play. So uh, I'm for sure rooting for Lamar. I'll be honest because I, I, he's incredible to watch, incredibly fun to watch for sure. But I think uh, I think the Falcons take this one home. Take this one at home. Sorry. 
Game four, Broncos at Bengals. Another unanimous Broncos here. Sorry, stuttered there again a little bit. Broncos for the both of us. Um, Coming off a huge back-to-back wins for the Broncos versus the Chargers and the Steelers, the Broncos are going to continue to roll over an offense led by Jeff Driscoll, who I don't even know who that is, to be completely honest. Uh, This one seems to be another no-brainer. They're on the road, which is a little tough, but Cincinnati is not really a tough place to play, especially as of recent. And it's time to basically put the nail in the coffin for the Bengals. So I think the Broncos will do that. Game five, Rams at Lions. Another one not really much to say about. Uh, Lions have lost four of their last five. It doesn't help that they're going against one of the best teams in football right now, especially fresh off a bye week, coming off scoring 50-something, 54, I think it was. Uh, That was fun to watch, too. But yeah, Rams by 100. Game six, Cardinals at Green Bay. So the the Packers have been pretty bad this year. I think we can all agree on that. They've lost. They've also lost four of their last five games. Um, I mean, they have a tough schedule, but even so, they, it just looks like turmoil there. They're, everyone's talking about Mike McCarthy potentially being fired, which I personally think would be a great move, but that's for another discussion. Um, so once that happens, I feel like they're just going to hit the reset button. I, I don't. They're just kind of playing for pride at this point. So even so, it's still against the Cardinals. So in Lambeau, they'll still probably win this week. However, as a whole, their season has just been pretty bad. But yeah, nevertheless, Packers this week. We both said we both said Packers. I don't know if I said last one too. We I think we both said Rams. But that that actually probably goes without saying. Game seven, Bills at Dolphins. So this is where we defer. I think our first one. This is where we defer. He said Dolphins. I said Bills. So I don't know what his reasoning for the Dolphins is. Probably because they're going against the Bills and it is the Bills. So whatever. But I'm saying Bills this week because I like the way Josh Allen is playing as of recent. He He's making himself a serious dual threat using those legs as much as possible, which is really cool. He's actually really fast, which is awesome. But uh, this game is basically for second in the AFC East, which is wild. But I could definitely see this Bill stealing this one away on the road in Miami. I mean, I I don't I don't know what the deal with Tannehill is. I heard that he's not a hundred percent. The Bills' defense is actually not that bad. We've been saying this all year. Uh, yeah, I don't really see any reason why the Bills wouldn't win this one. So I'm going to go with the Bills. Bry's going to go with the Dolphins. So there we go. Game eight, Bears at Giants. We both said Bears, and that is also a no-brainer. The Bears are obviously rolling, while the Giants have officially entered tank mode after blowing that game in Philly last week. Um, It basically comes down to Khalil Mack versus arguably the worst offensive line in the NFL. I'm going to go with Khalil Mack a thousand times out of a thousand. So not much else to say about that one. Game nine, uh, Panthers at Bucks. This one's an interesting one because uh, earlier in the season when these two teams versed each other, it was a shootout. The Panthers were riding high. But since three weeks ago when they versed the Steelers, 
they've had a little bit of a heat check, and since then they've been on a they've been ice cold on a three game losing streak, and they kind of gotta put it together, and it doesn't seem like they have yet. Um, they're also still fighting for a playoff spot. It's gonna be tough, um, especially going against the Saints. Eventually, uh, it's just it's not looking great for them. But this week, I think it's gonna be another shootout. Uh, I think with the same outcome as the last game, even though it's in Tampa this week, I think the Panthers are still going to come out on top and hopefully figure it out because I like watching the Panthers. Obviously, shout out my Charlotte boys again. Um, Game 10, Colts at Jacksonville. Uh, Another one that kind of goes without saying, the Colts are one of the hottest teams in football right now, coming off five straight wins, and they're definitely going to keep it hot this week going against... Cody Kessler, who I don't even know what he's capable of. I think they've just come to terms with Bortles not being their guy anymore. And they're they're absolutely in tech mode. So, yeah, we both said Colts there. Oh, I, f- I keep forgetting. Sorry, Bri. I keep forgetting about you. Bri said Bears. Bri said Panthers. Bri said Colts. So we both got all those th- together. Game 11, Browns at Texans. Another hot football team in the Texans. They're on a franchise record eight-game eight win streak, which is very impressive. Um, I do kind of want to say Browns here. So a part of me wants to say the Browns because I do like what I saw last week, and I like Baker walking around with a chip on his shoulder now with the whole Hugh Jackson thing. Like Everybody's on his ass about it, too. I don't. I don't care. Nobody really cares about that, but... Everybody knows that that's the kind of person he is. All right, I'm, I'm straying away from the fact, but whatever. So Texans, we're both saying it's literally impossible to bet, it, bet against them at the moment. So at home, Texans are going to take this one. We both said that one. Uh, game 12, Chiefs at Raiders. Uh, do I really even have to talk about this one? No. Chiefs by a billion. We're going to keep it moving. Game 13, Vikings at Pats. So the Vikings have been hot and cold this season. You never really know what you're going to get. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it matters here. Late in the season, in Foxborough, it's very rare that you're going to come out with a win. And Kirk Cousins is for sure not the guy to do that. So we're both collectively saying Patriots. Yeah, both collectively saying Patriots. Game 14... 49ers at Seahawks, both collectively definitely saying Seahawks here. The Niners have yet to win on the road this season, and Seattle is definitely not the place to get their first win. Those are not great odds for them. So I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Brian is also going with the Seahawks. Game 15, Chargers at Steelers, Sunday night showdown. This actually be a pretty good one. However, Melvin Gordon not being there is going to be tough. So, Bryce said Steelers. I'm saying Chargers. I'm still rolling with the Chargers. Um, they're playing really well lately. The Steelers are coming off a tough loss versus the Broncos. Uh, like I said, it's going to be tough without Melvin. But I think that they'll they'll have time to prep. They're going to create a system where Austin Eckler can kind of do his thing and shine. They 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 know what to do there. So I think that they're gonna they're gonna kind of figure that out. And because they know that Melvin Gordon's going to be out for a couple weeks, if not maybe the rest of the regular season, because they're doing pretty well right now. I think they're eight and three. So I'm going to go against the grain here because it's in Pittsburgh late in the season. But 
I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'm rolling with the Chargers because why not? Bry is a loser and going to go with the Steelers. Last game, Monday Night Showdown, Redskins at Eagles. We both said Eagles. So we didn't really we didn't really go against each other many times this week, but who knows what will happen. So this week, so Monday Night, Eagles. Uh, this one is another no-brainer. The comeback win versus the Eagles last week was very fun to watch because it was going against the Giants. And it was also a little bit of a confidence booster for for them, I'm sure. So they're still at home. They're staying there this week versus an Alex Smithless Redskins team. And uh, yeah, the Eagles are going to come out on top. There's really not much to say about that. So yeah, Bry also said Eagles. So that does it for the Pickums. Short, sweet, to the point. A couple of reasonings, but you know you're still bearing with me. So we got a. Uh, Stardom Sidums right here. We're gonna we're gonna take no no time off. We're gonna go right into it for the Stardom Sidums. Um, I'm gonna make this one quick and easy as well. So I'm gonna do one start, one sit per position, how we usually do it. But I'm gonna hold off on the explanations for time concerns, and I don't really want to bore many people with with that shit. So we're gonna do that. We got one sleeper as opposed to two, and yeah. So. Being that I'm not giving any reasonings for this week, if, if you would like my reasoning for any of these picks, I'll gladly give them to you. You can ask me through our Instagrams, uh, my personal one if you know me, but I prefer you do it through Top Shelf, uh, topshelf.blog on Instagram, or you can hit us up on Twitter at topshelf underscore blog. So yeah, let's get into it. So quarterbacks, start for me is Marcus Mariota at home versus the Jets. And the sit is Derek Carr at home versus the Chiefs. Uh, Running backs start Austin Eckler at Pittsburgh. I spoke about him before. And the sit is Tevin Coleman at home versus Baltimore. Receivers to start and sit. It's funny, these guys were actually ex-teammates fairly recently. So start this week, Emmanuel Sanders at Cincinnati. And sit Demarius Thomas at home versus Cleveland. Tight ends start Kyle Rudolph at New England. I was shitting on him a couple episodes ago. It might have been last episode. But uh, he's kind of emerged. He did a pretty good... I don't know why I'm giving an explanation. But he's kind of, he's kind of good now. He, he's going against the Swiss cheese defense. So whatever. We'll go with that. Kyle Rudolph to start. Sit Jimmy Graham at home versus Arizona with the broken finger. Defenses this week... Start the Chiefs at Oakland. I spoke about that before. And sit Ravens at Atlanta. I also spoke about that before. So those are the stardom sit Not much really about it. Uh, just want to give you some guys that I think are going to shine and some guys that I think are going to flop. Um, and the sleeper for me this week is DJ Moore, receiver out of, out of Carolina. The rookie receiver out of Carolina who's uh, starting to shine. So I like him this week in that potential shootout. So yeah, that, that just about does it. I think we're at like 15 minutes or something like that, which is just what we need, you know? Sitting here by myself talking alone. I do it for the people. So uh, thank you guys for taking a listen. I hope I don't ever have to do this ever again because I'm still a little bit uncomfortable, but you know what? Show must go on. 
Thank you guys for listening. Like I said before, follow us on Instagram at topshelf.blog and on Twitter, topshelf underscore blog. Um, we also have, a, have t-shirts coming up. We got t-shirts on, on the website, uh, topshelf.blog and place your order if you want. But if not, I hate you. <laughs>